the Mel Gedroyd Podcast. Hey there. Hey you. Yes, it's Mel G here. And this week on the old uh, cheeky little podcast, we're going to be talking about the late 1970s detox, which is prunes, eggs and steak. Yeah. We're also going to be talking about the fact that Bush rode a poodle. It's the absolute truth. If you like that, all that kind of stuff, then please have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. Here's Bush, everybody. Hey! Hey. Happy New Year! Happy New Year's! Happy New Year's! Actually, I haven't seen you since New Year's Eve. No, we literally, our paths have not crossed until this point. How how was it, my love? Were you at Jeff's? I don't know. No, you know, Jeff had a party on, but I didn't go. You didn't I, go. I stayed in. I was in bed by half ten. You know, I was ribbing you for like uh, being in bed before the bongs. That's exactly what I ended up doing. <laughs> didn't even see New Year in. Bar humbug. There were no bongs in my house, Bush. I don't know. I don't know about you. Um, I stayed up till three. Thank you very much. Whoa! Yes. Check you out. I was on my own. <laughs> yes. I was on my own, but I stayed up till three. Did you? It's a long story, but I ended up watching Bowie videos till three in the morning wow. on my own. It was actually very, very pleasant indeed. I feel like you might have gone rogue, Mel. I went slightly <laughs> AWOL. It's a long story. I'm not going to bore you with it now, Bush. But I like the fact that it's just out there. It's there. <laughs> it's there. Let's, let's just leave it out there. People fill in the blanks in their own imagination. <laughs> now, Bush, listen, I need a little bit of thoughts a little bit of your, your wisdom and advice. Mm-hmm. So, it's January. Of course we're going to be detoxing. Yes. It is the law, is it not? Everyone's doing it. They are. Now, I've looked through a lot of detoxes that are around. And to be honest, they're all a little bit sort of nimby-pimby, 21st century, sort of quite modern. You yeah. need a lot of sort of quite expensive ingredients like milk thistle. Yes, stuff that uh, sounds like it might be in the TV show Cadfile, which you've mentioned a few times yes. before about the monk. Yeah, <laughs> lots of monkish ingredients. Monkish Bush. ingredients with I'm, your own garden. I'm not having that. Okay. So I consulted with an older American friend of mine who is all about the detox. Okay. okay? And I said to her, right, what do we do in January? And she said, prune, egg, steak. Wow. Right, gang, listen up. <gasps> It's a two-day detox. Okay. I don't really know if you can call it detox. It might just be crazy crash diet, which is quite unhealthy. Two di- Just two days? Two days. Okay. You eat seven prunes for breakfast, <laughs> two <laughs> eggs at lunchtime, and then as much steak as you can eat in the evening. Isn't... I'm going to do it. Nothing else must touch your lips apart from water. Should we say a diet soda as well? Yeah. Or a bit? Yeah. That would be all right, diet wouldn't sodas. it? Diet sodas and herbal teas. And that's a, de- that's a detox, is Apparently it? Apparently so. I think it might be from the 1970s, though. I, I think that might be how Elvis died. Because, <laughs> I mean, that is a, a scary combination of ingredients, man. And you're up for this. You're going to do this. I'm going to do it, man. A 70s detox is what's going to happen. Oh, there we are. Hey. Now, the 1970s... I'm thinking of it as a sort of late 70s. I'm pitching it sort of 1979. Yeah. It's New England. It's very, very hardcore. <laughs> Seven prunes, two eggs, and as much steak as you can eat. Now, you're uh, banding this idea around as a team effort. You want uh, myself and uh, producer Louise to get involved in this. You, you if, want to sign us up, Mel. If all three of us do it, then we can at least chat as we go through the pain. We can kind of WhatsApp each other to see if everyone's still alive egg, or still functioning. Egg, egg exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when we when we've had a nerve. Okay. 
Always. Oh. Back at you for 2017. Yeah. yeah. But you made a very good point, Bush, whereby you said prunes have a, let's let's call it a flushing effect. They certainly do. Eggs have a more binding effect. Hmm. It's, it's, How's it going to play out? That's what I like about this thing. Is it? Do you subtract the eggs from the prunes and whoever's left standing, then that's the overall effect? So you have uh, more prunes than eggs, so maybe it'll push you towards the flushing side of things. Or do they balance each other out? I it's the know. yin and yang of, of your body going on here, isn't I it? I don't know if there's any medical sort of overseeing of this crazy 70s detox. Yeah. It sounds. I don't, it doesn't sound very healthy. I do have one idea, though. If we're going to do Go this on, together, Go and on. anyone listening right now, if you want to join us for this, you're more than welcome. Why don't we all get adjacent rooms together in a, in like a travel travel in, and we'll just do this for two days together and see what happens. <laughs> that sounds so bleak. I never imagine coming out the other side. Two days on, <laughs> skin really shiny pelt and a shiny coat and stuff like that, looking amazing. How much steak do you think we'll need to to, to get in? Well, that's the bit I like, uh, the steak element. There's no, there's no limitation on the steak. But I, I, do you know what? I bet that actually you won't be able to eat that much of it. I bet I've I could. I've got a, a weird feeling. Really? That you'll want loads and actually you won't be able to eat that much. It's going to be weird. Well, I say we take, um, I don't know, if, if anyone's got like a saloon, family saloon, back that up down to our local supermarket, see how much steak and eggs we can get in the back and spend the weekend together and see what happens. <laughs> You know, maybe when we knock off from this show, let's get going on it. Yeah, let's do it, man. Why waste time? To start 2017 the way we want it to continue. Um, boiled eggs, fried eggs, scrambled eggs. How are you going to do your eggs? I'm going to do hard boiled because then I can slice them and it'll seem like more. And you don't spill, you don't get a mess on top of the travel lodge's bed then if you're eating it as well. Eggs. And also, if you scramble an egg, you've got to do it with butter and milk, haven't you? Good point. Just saying. I yeah. don't know. What are you going to do, Bush? Um, I think I might go for hard-boiled eggs as well. Hard-boiled. What a, what a brilliant way to start the year. That's what we're going to do, gang. <laughs> we have laid this down. Good. And now it's time to podcast. This is what we do. Bushy gets the jar out and puts his paw inside. Look, there's a really good little theme for it, that, isn't it? It's good, man. Come on. Uh, so this, uh, as you all know, you know the score with this. By the way, thank you for everybody who has subscribed to this podcast yeah. and leave you lovely little comments. Uh, one yeah. by one, we're going to take you out for a, a day trip to the seaside. Oh, that would be so nice. Wouldn't that be good? I'll hire a minibus and we'll come and pick you all up. Didn't we have a lovely, lovely time, time the day we went to Bangor? Oh, please, can we do that? Let's go to the seaside. We'll have a sing-along in the car and That'll stuff. That'll be so... Oh, my I'll God, make, be so much good. I'll make an amazing picnic. Yes. It'll be a groaning hamper. <laughs> My egg sandwiches are second to none, gang. I know that's a bit smug to say that, but they're good. How do you make a good egg sandwich? Right, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. This is how you do, do it. it. It's a 70s egg sandwich, Bush. <laughs> Let's keep it 70s. So you go mayo, but you also cut it with salad cream. Cut it as in the way you might like... You just cut the mayonnaise, because mayonnaise can be too... can be too claggy. Chloe. Cut it with yeah. a little bit of salad cream to give it some piquancy and some purchase. Mm -hmm. Then you have to add cress. Stick a bit of cress on it. And it has, ideally, to be on white bread. Love brown bread, not saying I don't, but with an egg sandwich, it has to be, it has to be white bread. But there's a time and a place for brown bread when isn't it comes it? to sandwiches, isn't it? Isn't it? And what are those two words? Piquancy. Pe and purchase. And purchase. It sounds like a double act. <laughs> 
<laughs> a magic double act from the uh, nightclub circuit in the late, again, late 70s, always, early 80s. Always, keeping it very late 70s this B- year. Big time. So here's the first question from our jar of questions here from Ooh. the magic office. Yeah. Uh, Mel, how Come much on. would someone have to pay you mm-hmm. to read a dictionary twice in one day? I'd do it for 400 quid. Would you? Yeah. Four hundred pounds. Four hundred pounds. I'm thinking it'd be quite a slim volume dictionary. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining one of my daughters. It's a really fairly pants dictionary, actually. A lot of pictures in it. Oh, really? Is that? Well, that's not really fair, is it? That's all right. A whole dictionary. The whole, like the Collins Gem English dictionary, the one you could like sit on and watch telly. It's that. Now, big. when you say read the dictionary, do you just have to read the words, or do you read the meanings as well? That's a good point. We probably need to get clarification. If it's words, I'll do it for 400. Fair enough. If it's words and meanings, I'll have to go up to 480. I'll put it on an email, send it back to the people and see what the invoice looks like. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, man. Have you got nail varnish on, Bush? <laughs> we got some. Show me your hand. Sorry. Your, your pinky. Is that the little thing? Yeah, the little pink. What's going on? My daughter Aww. painted my nail bright, shiny gold about a week ago and I, I, I can't find any stuff to get it off. You know, you know, there's there there are there are products. Nail, are there? nail varnish remover. I wouldn't know what called. to do with that stuff. It smells like terps. Yeah, it's strong stuff. Oh, yeah. That can only signal one thing. Bush, what day is it? It is Bush's red letter day. Woo! Get ready for this, folks. Did you know? Did you know, Mel, that yes. today is World Old Rock Day? As in geology? Yes. Is it? The day oh, the geologists yes. and amateur rock enthusiasts take it upon themselves to show their appreciation of all things fossilised. Oh. Good, huh? Very good. When you first said that, I thought, w- w- did you mean sort of, I don't know, um, John Paul Jones? Yeah, or Keith Richards or yeah, something. Yeah, or no, John Deacon. Old rock, old stones. I've got three facts about fossils oh, for you. Oh, give me, give me your facts. Here we go, fact number one. Good. The word fossil comes from the Latin word fossilis, which means dug up. Not quite as spicy as I thought. It literally just means dug up. Dug up? I didn't know that. It's Uh, a past participle of to dig. It is indeed. It's a past participle. Good. Uh, Fact number two, the biggest dinosaur fossil is the Sauroposiodon, which is believed to have stood 60 feet tall and may have weighed as much as 60 tonnes. That's as tall as a six-storey building and as heavy as how many elephants, do you reckon? How many elephants? 60 foot tall. Uh, uh, 60 tonnes. How many elephants? 60 tonnes. How, how many tonnes is an elephant? It's got to be oh, uh, half a tonne. I don't know. 120. Just nine, apparently. Oh. To... <laughs> She's way out with her elephant estimates, Mel. What? I... As heavy as nine elephants. Hang on. Are you telling me that an elephant weighs 30 tonnes? <laughs> Bush. I don't know. Bush. Bush. Can we get a, can we get an adjudication from uh, producer Louise with this? Now listen up. We, we can't move on. We can't be selling dummies no, to our beloved listeners. We need to find out what the average weight of an elephant is because I can't believe an elephant would weigh that much. Maybe thirty they, tons. Maybe they do. They're quite big, aren't they? They are big. They are big. Their feet are very heavy, aren't they? They are terribly heavy feet. Now, Bush, I can see you've got your pen out. You're doing some math. Yeah. Um, this elephant uh, business. <laughs> What, what, so, take me back. There was a dinosaur fossil discovered yeah. that we think was 60 tonnes. Yeah, it's a really big, like a really massive. big dinosaur. Massive dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. And it says it's as tall as a six-storey building and as yes. heavy as nine elephants. And we were trying to do some elephant math, some Saturday afternoon elephant yeah. weight math. We slightly poo-pooed you, Bush. You did a little bit. Were we wrong to poo-poo or were we right to poo-poo? Well, uh, producer Louise is coming with the facts and she says that the top end you're coming in for an African elephant yeah. don't sound like a mechanic, yeah. but the best you're going to get is seven tonnes. <laughs> 
Seven, okay. So, uh, seven tons, an elephant. Yes. 60 tons. How many elephants is that, roughly? How many sevens go into 60? Uh, nine, seven's a 56. Uh, is that so right? It's yeah. not, not that far off. Not so that far. It's only nine elephants. Nine Gosh, elephants. You were right. Unbelievable. We were wrong to poo-poo you. Well... Normally, I don't, I don't just... If I'm going to stick my neck out about an elephant fact, I do my research first, Mel. Oh, well done. Thanks very much. Well done, I feel, Mel, that you drew a line in the sand with your 3am stay up on New Year's Eve. It was elite. I think it was elite. It was pretty elite. I think I was the last to stay up in my street. <laughs> did you check the lights? Yeah, I had a little nosy round, and we've all got twinklers outside the house. Oh, well, I... we did, obviously, till yesterday when we took them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm sad about that. It's got to go. Sudden wave of sadness, uh, mate. It's fine. We've got to move on. Oh. We've got to move on. And my twinklers were still twinkling, and I couldn't see any others in the street. So I thought to myself, ah, yes, you've outdone everyone. You won. You won the Christmas New Year thing. Yeah. Big time. Hope your deckies are down, Bush. Oh, well, and Boxing Day. Oh, uh, um, sorry, she moves away from the mic. <laughs> I know this might disbelief. Hor- Bush, horrify Bush, you. Bush, Bush, no. Yes. Why? Just get it sorted. Done and dusted with Christmas. Look forward to New Year. I, I t- we took our tree down on Boxing Day. Bush, that's really bleak. It was really bleak, actually, and I, I did that thing like people do with their Christmas trees. I do feel bad for Christmas trees because quite a long period of time, they're at the centre of the family Christmas. They're in the middle of your lounge. Your presents are underneath them. Bush, and I'm not sure about our friendship anymore. Do you look at me differently now? I'm questioning a lot of things. I did feel like an EastEnders Christmas special, though, with something bad happening because I, I pulled all the lights <laughs> off the tree and then put it in a bin bag and then stuffed it down the side of two wheelie bins like a mafia hit <laughs> on Boxing Day. That is sheer Danny Dyer, mate. It is, isn't it? Oh, but why, Bush? I just felt like that had been done. And I can't turn the central heating off in our flat because it's it's like a really old building. The heating's on all the time. If you want to cool down, you have to open the windows. So, uh, but why does that necessitate... Necessitate... <laughs> that's take, a, why does that necessitate? Necessitate taking the tree down. It's nothing to do with the tree. But it was wilting and all its bits were falling off. The needles, off. that's okay. That's, no. that's part of the whole deal. It I, droops, it drops. I felt like it was slowly keeling over. What about your daughter? <laughs> she understood. <laughs> we had a chat. Bush, something has changed. <laughs> A tectonic plate in our relationship has oh. has shifted. Oh, now over come this. on! No, now come I can't on now. handle this. Other people must have done this. Other people must have done quick removal of decorations and cracking on for 2017 after Christmas had finished. No, 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 Mr. Scrooge. Oh, come on now, Mr. Bar Humbush, <laughs> which I will call you from now on. <laughs> Damn, that one's going to stick. <laughs> Hello, my name's Young Tim Cratchit. And I'm I'm coming up to Mr. Humbush's flat, and I'm just scraping it on his window. Please let me in for cri- for Christmas. Oh no, Christmas is gone because it's Boxing Day, and I've taken I've stripped away all the Christmas cheer. Bush, what is your problem? No, listen. <laughs> what is your problem? Do you need to talk to somebody? Has something occurred over Christmas and New Year that you need to discuss with me? What are you? Are you the person in the local paper that wants Christmas every day? Is no, that what you I'm are, not Mel? saying that. I am wearing a Christmas jumper. You, you might have noticed. Still a Christmas I know. Jumper. I am, but that's fine. No, I'm not that person who wants Christmas every day. Right. But I am the person who waits till January the sixth. Bush. 
to that, take down my decorations because otherwise it's Bleaksville. Is that the actual official day, is it? It's January the 6th, Epiphany. You feel I may have jumped a little bit early? I think something's happened to you and I need to dig and find out what. Well, listen, I'm willing to go with you, as we've discussed on this show, uh, on the route of the uh, detox. <laughs> the, we're doing that, the late 70s detox. The prunes, the That's eggs, happening. the steak, the travel lodge, the whole damn thing. That's ha- I'm not sure about the travel lodge, but everything else is happening. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but if I'm going to do this, why don't you join me in the next Christmas coming up with the Rapido tree removal no. on Boxing Day. Why not? When did you put the tree up? The 24th? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't up for very long. It wasn't up for very long. And you hoovered up the needles. Yeah, as if nothing had happened. And you re-gifted all your presents, no doubt. I didn't get to the stage of re-gifting because I think that's something that you get up to, now, isn't did, it? I did a great re-gift on Boxing Day. Did you? Yeah. See, you can't start having to go about me and my tree until you stop re-gifting. Yes, but I was still within the spirit of Christmas as I re-gifted. <laughs> It was a myrrh candle, a myrrh-flavoured candle. Already. And it went straight from, yeah, out of my hands, out of the wrapping, wrapped it up in something else and passed it on on Boxing Day. And do you know the worst thing about that? Bearing in mind you've just been lecturing me about Christmas, that is one of the presents that was given to baby Jesus and you re gifted it, <laughs> eh? Frankincense and myrrh. I hope that wasn't re-gifted from a shepherd. Bush, there's a strange edge to you in 2017. We're going to have to gently file it down back to the old cuddly bush that we know and love. Something's happened. We'll, we'll get there. Beloved listeners, we will get there. I'm opening up the jar. Love that noise. Oh. Do you know what that jar noise sounds like? Uh, when they open uh, a lock in like a space station. Oh, yeah. Let's do it again. It didn't have the tss. It didn't, but imagine in your mind, dry ice is coming out. It didn't really sound very spacey at all, Bush. It, I don't, I don't want to, you know, prick your balloon. Give it one more go. Give it one more go. Okay. That's, that was closing, not opening. No, it's no, there's no... It sh- really doesn't, does it? Not at all. Oh, Bush. Oh, dear. dear. <laughs> oh, dear. This is a great question for you, Bush. Yeah. What's the strangest animal you've ridden? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's my favourite question of, of all time. That is brilliant. I've not ridden that many. I've, I, I tried to ride my granddad's dog. Um, <laughs> what, this Christmas? No. <laughs> That's why it's all changed for me. Um, actually, that'd be a brilliant title for my autobiography. I tried to ride, ride my, my granddad's, granddad's dog. dog. What, uh, what breed of dog? I'm thinking Great Dane. I'm thinking something quite large. But unfortunately, that was the problem. It was just a poodle. <laughs> it was a poodle called Whiskey. And... <laughs> How how old were you? Uh, with me and my brother, when my granddad had Whiskey, the poodle, uh, we were about eight or nine years old, so we used to try and have him as a steed. And, and he ate, he absolutely hated it. <laughs> I'm sure. And did you clutch on to the big puffly bits of... Um... Of fur that <laughs> yeah. poodles have. Did you try and clutch onto his knees or something? Well, it's a bit like if you're riding, <laughs> just a bit of a tip, if you're riding a poodle, at some point you do feel like you're in the start of the never-ending story, that big white beast. Oh. Because he was a, a light white dog. Uh, yes. But the problem was, because there's no, you know, you haven't got a... Uh, there's no purchase, s- mate. There's no purchase, there's, there's no, no saddle. saddle. There's no saddle or stirrups. No. There's, you're at very uh, big risk of sliding upside down. Oh, and then gripping the girth. <laughs> From Underbellywoods. I mean, and, and which no one is needs, not a good place to be, I should imagine. Not a good place to be. <laughs> oh, Bush. Now, how many attempts did you make to ride Whiskey? We used to try and ride him every Christmas, really, when we were up there in Western Supermare. <laughs> well, and this was like, I'm slightly obsessed now. Did you go there for a few days or was it just a day trip? Uh, we would go there for day trips, but the riding mainly took place at Christmas because um, we were there for a little bit of time. We could play the long game because you can get told off by your granddad, but he's still around. <laughs> you haven't made everyone get back in the car and go home. 
How how long was whiskey was whiskey with us? Whiskey, I'm, f- I'm afraid well, he's, he's not he's been. He's not with us anymore. Not with us I'm anymore. Assuming, no. Um, he was with us. He was he was probably twelve or so in dog years when he went, but we stopped riding him towards the end because um, he couldn't cope. No, he couldn't cope with it. Did he nip? Did he try and nip you? He used to go, he used to go for you occasionally. Yeah, in the in the final couple of years. That's one nip of whiskey you don't want. <laughs> Come on, Mel, give me a fist bump on that. Come on, yes. <laughs> I feel like this whole this whole anecdote has been leading towards that one joke. Can't believe you you've ridden a poodle. That's I can't believe that. Don't knock it till you tried it. There's nothing more to say. Right. Start your collars. Get your pie cruster Victorian shirt out. It's time for Tell Mel. Yes. It's advice, but it's very 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 crisp. Starchy, crunchy. Some might say unhelpful. You can ask me anything. Start. Here we go. Yes. Hey Mel, it's Hannah. My other half says he's given up chocolate as his New Year's resolution. However, I found a Twix wrapper in his work coat pocket yesterday. Should I bring it up or let it slide? Yes, Hannah, bring it up and make him eat it for penance. Next, please. Hi Mel, my name's Mark. My daughter wants a pet fish. I'm not a fan of pet fish. I don't really find that they bring anything to the table. They don't do any tricks or anything. They just swim around in circles and they always die. What is your view on pet fish? Mark, I can't believe you're saying that a pet fish can bring no pleasure. We had a pet fish that we looked after once called Episode. There were eight of them because they had all died and we looked after Episode 8. That's going nowhere. That's not advice. I would say get lots and lots and lots of pet fish. You have a nice voice and I like you and I was mildly softened by you. You you, you caught me off guard, Mark. Next, please. Hey, Mel, it's Daniel. I've got the in-laws coming around this weekend for a board game now. We're going to play Scrabble. Can you give me a few free two words I can try and sneak in? I'll happily cheat a bit to make sure I've got the right letters if you catch my drift. Oh, I approve of you. You want to go for the K's, the X's, the Z's, all the terrible... How about... Pretend it's Slovakian, get out a fake dictionary and say that it's a new word that's just been put in this year. It's of, a, it's of Slovakian origin and it means something to do in the kitchen like peel oranges. Yeah? Get my drift. Good luck. Thank you so much for listening to this. I'm going to call it a scrumptious little podcast. Is that smug? Possibly a bit smug. Hear more larks, bants and lols like that every Saturday lunchtime from one... I'm too old to be saying those things. I know, but I'm going to anyway. From 1pm on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast.